Hello, and welcome back to another podcast episode with Brittany Bundles. You are listening to the Brittany Bundles podcast, where we empower people through entrepreneurship. Today, we have a special guest back with us. We have Teresa Rush, and she is the owner of a mobile beauty business. She's going to be sharing more information regarding her services and also her journey. So without further ado, I'm going to turn the mic over to Teresa. How are you today? I'm good. How are you? Thanks for having I'm, me again. Thank you for coming. I'm excited to learn more. Awesome. So I'll go ahead and just put it right over to you, whatever you want to share and start with. I know a little bit uh, about your uh, journey. We, we talked about that a few weeks ago and yeah. just eager to learn where we can get more information and how we can sign up for your courses and whatever else you'd like to share. Wow, that's awesome. Yeah, I really enjoyed last time. I think we talked about um, just basically, you know, what it is that I do, how I got started, um, how I got started in the business. Uh, yeah, we talked about quite a bit of things. I'm trying to figure out, do you have any other questions? And it kind of like sparked me into talking. Well, I know that we were um, discussing a little bit about your course, Mm -hmm. um, because you have a lot of information on your courses. Yeah, we and can talk you, okay, just to see how we can actually um, like get more information on how to start mobile businesses for other people out there that may be interested. Yeah, that would be great. We can actually talk about that. I could um, let your people know what it consists of. And that way people have a little bit more of an idea of what it is that I have to offer within the courses themselves. Yes. So um, I'll reintroduce myself again. My name is Teresa Rush. I'm a licensed cosmetologist in the state of Michigan, Ohio, as well as Indiana. And I help assist ambitious, hungry, self-criticizing individuals create physical attraction to their brand, resulting in high demanding prepaid clients through an online learning experience where the focus is to secure your career in the beauty industry. So one of my coaches, one of my courses um, that I offer is called You Times the City. And this course is for the person who is ready to receive the freedom and the mobility of the beauty industry without the limitations of the same four walls every day. So I always tell people, you know, be ready to blow the roof off until the ground of a brick and mortar location by doing what you love. And you can earn money and explore the world around you at the same time. Why wait until someone else tell you when you can and can't go on vacation? Um, so in this course, um, it includes learn the setup of how to start and run a successful mobile beauty business. So basically I teach you how to show up online. You know, you need to have an online presence. Um, I teach you how to um, allow space for people to book. Um, and of course they're going to prepay. And um, so I, you know, your services, how to make all that look good. Um, I, I show you how to learn what to charge when traveling to clients. I don't tell people what to charge, but I have a strategy that opens up their mind so that they can have an idea of, okay, this is how much I need to charge when traveling. 
Um, we talk about mobile business etiquette so you can retain your clients. Um, we also talk about safety and sanitation that's going to set you apart because I'm for sure, Brittany, we've been to some shops where we was like, okay, I don't <laughs> think I'm going to be getting my hair done either, or I'm yeah. not going to be coming back. You know, <laughs> um, we've seen hair um, in the shampoo bowls. We've seen dirty, you know, um, floorboards. We've seen, um, you know, unsanitized combs and brushes. Like, you know, it's a reality that some people just are not, you know, cleaning like they should be. And when we're in the chair and we see this, we're, we're turned off, you know. Um, I also teach how them how to pack like a pro. So they're going to know how to pack, you know, because when you're at your brick and mortar location, and, you know, some people could do this 25% be at the brick and mortar, mortar location, 75%, or they could do 50-50. You know, it's really up to them. Um, so they can, you know, do both. But I'm also going to teach them how to pack like a pro because when you're at your brick and mortar location, it is, you know, everything is at your accessibility. You're used to how, you know, where this is at, where that is at. And so you just easily work in that flow of that space. But when you're traveling to people, you need to be even more organized. Um, and then the last but not least thing in this course is learn why your clients will pay up front. Because we live in a society where we get services done. Most people charge a deposit. Now, you know, I'm not against deposits, but I don't charge deposits, Brittany, because I think like Either you want the coach back or either you don't. Either you want the Jordans or either you don't, you know? And so I just believe like when people order from Amazon, when they order from anywhere online, they're paying the price up front. Now, I know they got like Kalarna and Afterpay, you know, for those people who choose to make payments. But um, I don't believe in deposits because in my mind frame, it's like I'm earning money that I haven't really earned. And I've seen a lot of complaints online on different social media platforms where people are like, oh, this lady is mad because she couldn't get her deposit back. I don't even want to create that type of environment or thought process. I know that is very distasteful for people to book and be a no call or a no show. I know what that feels like. And I believe that, you know, charging up front the whole price, if I'm gonna charge something, I'm gonna charge what I charge versus charging a deposit and then having to deal with people being upset over $25, $50, you know, I'm just so, not here for it. Um, one so of the you do the payments up front. Yeah, I, I do payments okay. up front. And one of the reasons why I do payments up front too, Brittany, is because I have to plan my whole month out. You know, um, I try to have, have my month plan out for three weeks ahead of time. And the last week I try to focus on anything that I need to do for the business versus working in the business. So like all the admin stuff, I try to clam it pretty much into the last week of the month. And okay. so in order to be successful, show up at people's residence on time, leave their residence on time, get to the next residence on time, 
I need to know that these people are serious. And so if they're serious, they're going to pay up front. They're going to say, you know what? I need this service. I want this service. And part of what I do when I pack, I pack everything individually for each service. I don't double dip in anything. And so I'm very meticulous about how I show up and how I arrive. Yeah, there's a lot of pre-work that go into that. And another thing, I'm going to be honest with you, it always felt so foreign to me to do hair and then have my hand out. You know, it's just, oh. it's odd. Um, <laughs> I never liked it. I'm just being honest. I never liked it, Brittany. I never liked, you know, taking the cash. I never liked you know, whether it was at my booth at the time or whether I walked them over to a register when I worked for well top known brands in the industry, it just was so, I felt like I was begging, you know? Mm -hmm. um, however, I did have a really good strategy, you know, of receiving tips. I always made sure that I let the person know how much I appreciated their gratuity. Every time, I think, a lot of stylists fail, you know, it's like they snatch that tip or they ask, do you need your change back? Or they ask, you know, um, is this for me? Or, you know, like they become so familiar with that person tipping them that it's almost like they're not going to give them their change back. And so I've always, when I was receiving cash and when I was working for a brick and mortar location, um, like with a uh, corporation, I always thank them each and every time. And it always came from my heart because I know how it is, you know, giving extra. Like um, so each and every time they're like, oh my gosh, you say this every time. Yes, because I appreciate your gratuity. Thank you so much. Because those tips went into a bucket for something that I planned for my business. Um, and so, yeah, so that's in the U Times the City um, course, which is a lot of fun. It's a lot of work. Um, and then we'll talk about the U Times Square. I don't know. Have you ever used Square before, Brittany? No, I, I haven't used Square. Before we go on to Square, I just had a quick question. I don't yeah, want to forget. I really mm -hmm. like how you... Um, mentioned about the tipping and how you take mm -hmm. the, the extra time to thank them for their tips and that you also are proactive when you're planning out how you're going to uh, accept payment. Um, yeah. One question I do have, and it's really important for a lot of businesses, is how do you handle situations where there's a customer asking for a refund back? You already have their money, you're in their house, and they're like, look, I just, have you ever had that experience where they're like, I'm not going to, I want my money back? And how should... We handle that going Okay, going so I do have um, some feedback on how a person should handle that. Okay. And I don't mean to seem cocky, but no, I haven't ever been on a mobile um, errand or run for beauty service and anyone requested a refund. Um, it's funny because I was just taking this survey right before we jumped on this podcast and I was just, it was telling me like, um, <clears throat> I took a, two surveys and it was basically telling me that I'm, I think it's called console and my, um, letters are E S F J A. And you can take it, I believe it's called 16questions.com. And it told me that I was 68% uh, extroverted 
And it just breaks down like um, where you direct your mental ener energy, where you, how you make decisions and cope with feelings, um, your planning and decision making, and how you, like, how you, um, your abilities to make decisions and how you lead teams with victory and fame. So this is what it was telling me that I do. And a lot of this information I was able to like agree with, which was so funny. And it told me that I was ambitious as well. But I think Brittany, refunds come from a lack of listening and reiterating. I think that when it comes to, you know, laborious um, jobs, I think a lot of times people just jump right in and they think that the person has expressed and hold that this is what they want and there was no questions or no consultation. Another thing all my clients would tell you, Brittany, is there is a consultation every time like it's the first time. Oh, and so right. that avoids any miscommunication. I'd rather have a person send, you know, um, 10 different photos, um, 10 different concerns um, before I get started then to just jump right in and do like a highlight job or something like that. And so I think refunds come from um, not being deliberate and, you know, really finding out what the person really wants. Okay. Now, also skill plays a very important part. As we know, you know, um, I remember you did a YouTube tutorial, you, well, it was a video, it was a, um, I, I forgot what they call it, but you did a tutorial on your nails. You had just went to this person to get those really cute, pretty pink nails and you gave your review. And, you know, depending upon what the person is used to, um, we have to consider that. We can't just be like, oh, this is the way I do nails and this is just the way I do nails. There's more than one way to skin a cat, right? You could use a razor, you could use shears. We see people use fire these days. We see people using, you know, chop knives and stuff. And so we need to be open to serving in a way that is going to please the person that we're serving. So, you know, I remember you did that. You was like, hey, you know, the shape is a little off, you know, um, they're a little thick, you know, the curve, and you was going into detail. And I think that's so important. People are so afraid to express their wants and their needs because they somehow feel like they're being controversial. Um, and I'm all about controversy. And so <laughs> I think it's very clear to, number one, listen, be thorough, um, ask questions, and then again, be open to doing things the way that the person wanted done, whether you like it as the provider or not. Because at the end of the day, it's about that individual who needs to feel secure that what they paid for what they received is what they want, and they see that that is the work. So I haven't ever had a refund issue with uh, my mobile business at all. Um, however, I believe that's also in one of my courses, um, how to come up with, you know, resolutions for difficult clients, you know, because sometimes I just think that 
Um, some people need more time to express themselves. You know, you never know what's going on with the individual at home or at work and what's really happening to them emotionally. And sometimes you get a person in the chair and they really, they want to articulate, but they don't think that they should or deserve to express themselves in their whole entirety because they've been shot shot and shut down so much you know so sometimes you know being a therapist in the beauty industry is just as important but um yeah you know customer resolutions trying to come up with resolutions for hard things um so if someone said hey you know um they was in a situation where the person wasn't satisfied i believe at that time honestly there was just a miscommunication or either the person's skill level for what it is that they're charging is just not where that person think it should be. And that individual who is the service provider, they need to be real with themselves. Because if you can't be real with yourself, you cannot be real with other people and you cannot build a business. You know, so it's gonna be important like, hey, this look like crap or, you know, um, I totally, you know, lost my way and ended up giving this person something different than what they asked for. Um, they need to understand that time is money and money is time. Um, depending on the severity of the issue, I think it should be a partial refund. Um, but you know, if the person here didn't like fall out or there was no damage caused, I don't think that it should be a hundred percent refund at all. Okay. Well, thank you for that because I know that is something that. Sorry to be um, moved on out. <laughs> no, no, thank you. I appreciate it. And you were mentioning Square. I didn't mean to interrupt you, so I'm sorry oh, about that. Know, what were you saying about Square? Yeah, so the next course that I offer is um, U-Time Square. And Square is a phenomenal platform for booking appointments and creating custom invoices. Um, having everything in one place makes your job much easier. Um, Square is like having your own virtual CPA you know, like your own accountant. And um, some of them, I teach to the students um, how to use Square appointments. I also um, help them to learn why I use Square Invoice for custom services. And um, they also learn the cost or the fees that's associated with using Square. Um, but one of my favorites is I get to track my sales, my services, and like so much more. So with Square, um, which is, I'll throw this out there as a secret that a lot of people don't know, they actually offer um, funds inside of Square. And when I'm talking about funds, I'm talking about, you know, like five, 10, 20, 30, $40,000 where, it would just come out. Um, they, they want to be paid back in 18 months. That's the down part about it. Um, but the good thing about it is they just basically take a small percentage of each sale that you make. So, oh, like so there's funding want, options. Yeah. So those who need funding in their business, Square is already seeing what you're doing. They're already seeing what you're making. They know that you're using their platform and so you can apply for um, funding and they will get it over to you. And um, if it's reasonable within, you know, their guidelines and they just take a small percentage out. So it's not like you paying hundreds and thousands 
of dollars um, per transaction or per month. It just all depends on what you bring in. And so they, I think they take, I can't remember how much they take out, but it's, it's not a whole bunch. And for those people who are very clear on what it is that they have to offer and what the structure of their business is, it's a great way to get some capital um, for your business. But if you're not in a space to where you can articulate um, what you have to offer, then I wouldn't, I wouldn't go with it at all. That's good to know. Sure. I know that's a really good. Yeah. I will make sure that my business is actual, you know, something that I can run, you know, because a lot of people are like, oh, I'm going to do this. And it's like, oh, I didn't know that this was what I wanted to do. I wasn't clear. And now you got this money owed and it's just a mess. And so I always tell people, make sure you're very clear and direct on what it is that you're offering to the public. I like that. Do you have any tips as far as, because Square is a, that, that's a really good uh, option, especially knowing the um, incentives as far as the, the funding options. Mm -hmm. um, do you have any tips as far as stylists currently that are wanting to operate uh, a mobile beauty business or even stay in, at their current salon? How would you, uh, or do, what tips do you have to provide as far as keeping track of their information for tax time? That's what's so awesome about Square. That's why I highly, I recommend Square 100%. I was just on the phone with them the other day and we just chopped it up like we've been friends forever. <laughs> the rep that I had, she was awesome. You know, they really dig deep to make sure that they, that we are happy, that they're producing happiness for us within our business. Um, another thing I'll say is that Square has an online store. They merge with Weebly. I'm going to be 100%. Like, you know, I feel like they're in the engagement. Like before they were kind of like courting. And uh, my experience wasn't that good, like with connecting the domain and things like that. Um, how it showed up like in the search engines. I didn't really care for it if you didn't really know exactly what the name of my business was. Um, and that was during their courting season. And now I feel like they're engaged and, you know, it's kind of getting there, but I'm just like, oh, I'll come back with the store, the online store, when y'all officially are married, like when y'all collide everything together and it's flowing effortlessly. The setup process wasn't bad, but just the, everything else with the admin side. Um, and then they also have... This other thing, which I think is really better for now is not the online store, but it is a store online and it's a link. And um, I forgot what they called it. I can look it up and um, let you know later on in the podcast. Um, but to me, that's um, like the setup and the just, you know, the easeability of getting in there and people seeing your stuff and finding you is really, really good. Um, yeah, so that's really nice. Now you were asking about uh, Square as far as for taxes. That's what I love because they have it all set up. You can set up it for daily, weekly, bi-weekly, monthly, like you can print it out. Um, it's just so easy. It's just easy. <laughs> well, that's good. 
So any of, of you listening that, that's interested in keeping track of your information, Square is, is where to go. So yes. Square is the spot. Like I really believe that Square has our best interests at heart. Like they really care about us and making life so much easy for us. Yeah, my next course is um, U Times Public Transportation. And I know this sounds so crazy because um, when you go to cities, which I've never been, I want to go to New York, and you go to places like Vegas, and with me being from Chicago, Illinois, when people work, they commute, they don't drive, okay? Most people take the L, which is the train, um, they get on the bus. I'm telling you, people have vehicles, okay? And they don't even drive to work because it's a hassle. And so I thought like, oh my gosh, I'm such a city girl. I think this would be so awesome to show other stylists how to use public transportation with their mobile beauty business, you know? And just how to, yeah how to just really make it happen and not feel like, oh my goodness, I don't have a car, you know, or my car broke down. Um, this is even a course for, you know, like if your flight is delayed or if something happens uh, to your transportation and you still got to get around to local area events, like maybe you have a wedding in that city or town, you still need to show up. You can't be like, oh, I'm having, you know, car problems. I'm not going to be able to make it to do your hair for your wedding and the wedding in two days. Like that bride shouldn't have to look for someone and feel that anxiety because I'm for sure there's a lot of other things that are happening that's building up anxiety for that bride, right? And so the last thing they should be able to have to stress about is hair and makeup and their dress, right? And so... Um, I just really wanted to connect all the dots, Brittany. I wanted to be like, okay, you know, let me help them like set it up for success in like all actuality. Can something happen? Yes. Um, how are you going to work around this? How are you going to still get to where it is that you need to go? You might have to take the Greyhound and, you know, uh, Uber. You might have to take the Greyhound, you know, the train and Uber, but you want to make sure that you show up, that you arrive. And so I did create a course called U Times Public Transportation. Now, when they, if they are interested in signing up for your course, is it a, mm -hmm. a course that provides all of the courses that we went over today or is it um, separate? Like, are they sold separately? So um, the courses are sold separately. You can also get them in a bundle. Um, I work a lot one-on-one -on -one with people. So we do webinar um, and I like to use, you know, pretty much mainly Google everything. Um, but if they, you know, not really for Google, you know, we could use like Zoom, webinar jam and things of that nature. Um, so yeah, there, there's a bundle. And then you can also say, hey, Teresa, I don't want to take any of your courses. I think you're great. I think what you're doing is awesome. But I just want to read and learn how to do this. I also have an ebook as well. Perfect. And what website or where can we go to sign up for any of your courses? So it's called securedhaircareers.com. That's secured as in like a lock, haircareers.com. Perfect. 
And then I do have another question. Do you also have courses or do you in, uh, include this information in any of your courses uh, that explains if the stylist should bring hair with them? Or do you typically have your customers or clients already uh, have the hair with them before you arrive? That's such a good, good question because I know that you have a, you know, very lucrative bundle business. And so um, my whole process and thought is with this business, you want to make sure that you specialize in something. So you really don't want to, if you're going to specialize in hair extensions, that would include things like ponytails and, you know, braids, if that's what you do. Um, but you don't really want to be all over the place. You don't want to be like, oh, I do relaxers. I do jerry curls. You know, I do Wave Nouveau. I do the Brazilian blowouts. Like, if hair texture is going to be what you specialize in, specialize in textures. If you specialize in natural hair care and styling, specialize in natural hair care and styling. If you specialize like me in hair extensions where I do LA weave, I do micro links, I do you know, just a regular sewing method and lace and, you know, uh, closures and frontals, then you want to make sure that that's how you show up. And I would recommend that anybody who specializes in hair extensions, that they most definitely have their own hair extensions. I do not recommend people like jumping over here or jumping over there. You know, it's good probably to have a backup in case like COVID happened or something like that, which we all experience, to make sure that you have someone on deck that you can still get good quality extensions if you're just starting your business and you don't really have a lot of money to buy in bulk up front. And like you, Brittany, you offer that service too, drop shipping. So they need to make sure that they set themselves up to have their own hair extensions because the last thing you want to do is get some hair extensions and they're not the quality and then you lose that client because they had better quality before. Like your install was good, mm -hmm. but the quality of the hair was terrible and they're not going to enjoy your install if the hair is not good. I don't care how great your install was. If the quality of the hair extensions are terrible, if they have experienced better hair extensions, they the only way I can see them calling and rebooking is them saying, look, I'm going to order my own hair extensions. And so why even um, allow that to happen when you can also, you know, make that revenue from offering hair extensions yourself? That makes sense. And do you have any um, tips, even in your courses or in the ebook, as far as retouching other stylists work? Ooh, that's a good question. Absolutely. <laughs> I don't have any. Look, I need to write this down. Hold on. <laughs> oh, my goodness. That's why I love this because it just get my mind thinking. No, um, I believe that when we're talking about hair extensions, that should not be something people should touch up. I, I mean, again, I might sound cocky. I haven't ever had a loose track. I haven't ever had a gap track. I haven't ever had a track that was slipping or like that's so foreign to me. I, I don't 
know what that is, right? Um, my clients don't call me and say, hey, Teresa, one of my tracks is loose or hey, Teresa, you know, I think something is going on. I need to book something for you to, like that doesn't happen. Um, so again, going back to that skill level. And so I wouldn't ever um, re-sew in something that's coming loose from a result of what somebody else did. It's like, um, you know, when you're ready to take that out, give me a call. If you need a removal, this is how much I charge for a removal. You know, um, the shampoo, conditioning, blow dry process. And then of course the braiding come with um, the extension or if it's, you know, no braid like the LA weave, um, then they don't have to worry about that. But yeah, Brittany, I'm not big on going over other people's work. Um, I know some people be like, oh, well, you know, can you recoil my hair? I'm like, uh, no, I don't, you know, I don't do that. Everything has to start from a clean canvas. And okay, I really believe that most people who show up for somebody to touch something up, 99% of the time it is because of the price that they pay which determine that person's skill level. And um, they're not going to want to pay, you know, what I charge anyway. So I just look at it like, mm, you know, no, thank you. <laughs> you're looking at the, you're, you're looking ahead before you're like, wait a minute. Yeah. So, yeah. Okay, that, that definitely makes sense. You have to figure out what's going to work for you. Yeah. yeah. I understand. Um, what tips or what would you like to leave uh, as far as advice or in, any information really that you'd like to give to anyone that is uh, wanting to start their mobile beauty business, they're currently in their salon. Um, and I know that you can work in a salon shadowing if you're not completely licensed. Mm -hmm. um, can, can people join? I have one more question before I um, end, but I, I wanted to know, can they join your courses, any course without being licensed or do they need to be licensed first? Well, I know some states and I need to go back and check, you know, you don't have to be licensed. Um, I know Michigan changed this because I was just at the Barber Beauty School teaching um, about my courses and just giving back to the community. But I know that Michigan changed it. In Michigan, you didn't used to have to be um, licensed to braid or do anything that didn't contain water, chemicals, or fire. And so now you have to be licensed in that. And so I'm like, whoa. Um, so I believe that my courses are for those who are licensed, I am dead. My, my courses are basically for anyone, but I believe the, the people who are going to benefit from it the most are those coming straight out of school, um, talking about cosmetology school, as well as stylists who want to get into like showing up for theme parties, weddings, and you know events, things of that nature. Um, or just a people who like, you know what, I always hated working with a lot of people or I always hated having to, you know, be in these four walls every day. You know, um, those are the ones who I created this course for, but anybody can take it. Um, so, yeah, you in all actuality, you do not have to be licensed to learn what I'm teaching um, because what I'm teaching is basically just how to be mobile with what it is that 
you do or that you want to do or that you want to offer. So um, I wouldn't tell people, oh, hey, you need to fax me or email me or you know, send over your license. Like I'm not gonna be checking anything of that nature. Yeah, okay. it's knowledge, it's basically just knowledge, yeah. That's good to know. So anyone and everyone that's interested, you can go ahead and take advantage of the course. You don't have to be licensed uh, mm-hmm. to learn information. And mm-hmm. do you have any tips or anything that you'd like to leave off saying to anyone interested mm-hmm. in joining your courses or the business? Yes, um, I would say, you know, sit down and take the time to think about what it is that you absolutely love. If you love the beauty industry, go for it. Whatever you love the most, I I cannot say this enough, whatever you love the most, that should be your focus on how you want to show up everywhere, whether it's social media platforms, whether it's at pop-up shops, whether it's at um, vending, you know, events, Make sure that your marketing, make sure that your strategy, make sure that everything is tied into how you want the world to perceive what you specialize in, especially when you're mobile. Um, I'm not saying don't be open to other things, but um, I believe that how we're heading into the future is people are looking for specific things. They are not looking for one person to be able to do their hair, their makeup, and their nails. You know, they're looking for one specific service, you know, and so I think it's very important for people to understand um, that it's important to be good at one thing, like be amazing, be great at that one have other things that you can offer Um, because even within extensions I offer lashes brow waxing and tinting but I'm still just sticking in extensions Um, and so quick add-on services are okay um, but not nothing that's going to take you know two more hours to complete you know Um, so add-ons are great so I would give them that advice And then I would say, just don't ever give up. No matter how you're feeling, what you're going through, what the people around you are saying, you know, whether good or bad, um, you know, distractions, they come, but they also go. And just make sure that you keep your goal like in front of you. Make sure that whatever it is that you want to do, if it's not even in the hair industry, um, just make sure that you always keep that before you at the table. And I think those are the most important things to understand. Lastly, um, don't be afraid to grow with your brand. You know, I think a lot of people look on Instagram at other people, you know, things that they have on their timeline and they're like, oh, this is pretty. I want mine just like this or, oh, that looks awesome. I want mine just like this. And they're not being individual and they're not being creative, and they're not allowing who they really are to shine through. It's just like we get this carbon copy of what someone else did, and it's like a knockoff, you know, and so I really believe that people need to be patient and be willing. Now, patient don't mean don't be productive. 
Okay, because let's be real. Some, some <laughs> people be thinking, oh, I just got to be patient or, oh, I'm just waiting. No, 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 no. You need to be productive while you're being patient. Yes. Allow yourself to grow with your brand. You know, if you pick blue one day and that ain't, you ain't feeling it, go ahead, try a different color. Find out what sticks and resonate with you, you know, and um, be open to just growing with your brand. Let your and who you are and what you have to offer be breathed into the earth. Thank you. Yeah. Well, thank you for all of your information. Again, how can we book your courses, your website again? Again, you will go to securedhaircareers.com. That's securedhaircareers.com. Um, we are launching some new things on there. Um, so you may get uh, under construction um, right now, but it should be something there that's like put your email in. Um, but yeah, very shortly that will be back up and running because um, it's so important to update your website. But yeah, it's called securedhaircareers.com. Again, that's secured like a lock, haircareers.com. Securedhaircareers.com. Yeah. Perfect. Okay, so if any of you have any additional questions or if you'd like to keep in contact with Teresa, please reach out to her uh, website or should they reach out to your social media for, for questions? Um, they can come to Instagram because I know everybody love Instagram. So <laughs> Instagram is Biloxi, B-L-V-D, that's B-U-L-U-X-Y, B-L-V-D on Instagram. On Facebook, it is they can come over to um, Biloxi BLVD Mobile Beauty and they can message me over there. So that's Biloxi B-U-L-U-X-Y BLVD Mobile Beauty. Perfect. Well, feel free to reach out if you have any questions or if you are interested in taking the course. Again, you don't have to be licensed. So don't feel like you have to have everything to learn information. You can definitely get started with what you have. And if you would like to be the next guest on the podcast episode, feel free to email me at btalks, that's B-T-A-L-K-S, at yahoo.com. I look forward to being with you all in the next podcast episode. Bye for now.